Edition. Hi, welcome to quarantine day 3017, right? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Is it October? Is it December? Who knows? The sun's out. I know that. I do know that as well. I left my windows open and it was probably a bad idea because it's now 75 degrees outside. <laughs> it is rather warm. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome back to Gay Space. We appreciate yes. y'all listening. I'm Mike. I'm Tracy. This is Gay Space Hot Mess Edition. Yes, it is. We're excited. Um, yes. Hot Mess has helped us, and in partnership with them, we are bringing mm-hmm. our guest on today, singer, yes. songwriter, Megan Lindsay. Yes, welcome. Hi. How are How you are guys? You? I'm good. Doing How are great. you? Good. Awesome. How is your quarantine going? <laughs> Uh, it's going right. <laughs> it changes daily. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's great. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I really just enjoy watching the birds, and I'm like all like zen and like with my dogs on the porch, and my coffee, and then like some days I'm like crying in the kitchen because my juicer won't work. You know. <laughs> it changes daily, but it's good. It's, I, overall, I think like. <sighs> The silver lining to all of it is like we're all getting to really know ourselves. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And our I've partners. so good. I've definitely had enough of myself. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> I feel that. I feel yeah. that. <laughs> Megan, you mentioned your fiance earlier. Do y'all? I assume y'all live together. Does that we make do. it easier then? <laughs> yeah, we yeah we actually are good, man. We were supposed to get married last weekend. So oh, oh no. Yeah, it's like very everything's you know all up in the air now. But um, but we've been together, I guess, eight years in March. So wow, wow. congratulations! Thanks. Yeah, I know. Like, I feel like we're already married. But um, but yeah, we're solid. I don't know. I feel like the quarantine. It's like if you weren't, you would know. You know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we're I, pretty good. There's going to be yeah. really high risk of divorce rates or more babies. That's all we're going to find like out. That's all I'm seeing. It's like people are either having babies or getting divorced. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Mike, I'm having a baby. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I no. I have no? I have a 60 pound dog, and he's enough. <laughs> I have three, so I'm with you. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, what there kind are of days. dogs do you have? I have two beagles and a morky, like a multi short mix. That's oh. so cute. I could mine is staring at me. If you could see in the corner of the screen. <laughs> Wait, where? I can't right, uh, to the to this side of me, right here in the corner, right by the gate in the door, right, right? by the baby gate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and now he's gone. I have to put a baby gate up because he will chew on the wires of my computer and we don't yeah, want that. We have that same problem. <laughs> so Megan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from originally? I'm from New Orleans. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I don't, you guys can't hear this thing going off on my computer, can you? Mm-mm. Okay. Anyways, my emails are <laughs> popping up. I don't know why. <laughs> um, yeah. So I grew up in New Orleans, um, born, yeah, born and raised. Um, I moved to, we moved to like this small town called Ponchatoula when I was like in second grade. So I kind of, kind of split time between the two places, but, um, yeah, I moved to Nashville a really long time ago, like 2004. So I've been here a while, but 
Yeah, my roots are definitely in like soul music and that whole yeah. vibe down there is very much, I feel like it's me. <laughs> <laughs> the sequins, yes. everything. I it's love so that. Studio, everybody's <laughs> like, it feels like New Orleans in here. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Do you have uh, like the beignets just handing out all the time? <laughs> no, I need to get on that, but <laughs> I wish. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, so good. For everyone that's listening, she's got a full gold glitter background behind yes. her. Yes. Oh, yeah, really I do. I have, like, I have several walls of glitter in this place. <laughs> There's never enough glitter. Ever. Never. It's my favorite. I don't care thing. what anyone says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So you said you moved here in 2004, so you're mm-hmm. a Nashville native now. Um, by the laws of Davidson County. Yeah. Um, what did you do when you first got to Nashville? Were you trying to be a singer right out or what were yeah. you doing? Yeah. I mean, that's like why, obviously that's why I moved here was to sing and write songs. And I ended up getting a job in Printer's Alley at like, Lonnie's. I love oh. Lonnie's. <laughs> I'm a Lonnie's girl. That was my first job. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I ran karaoke and, you know, did that whole thing, worked for tips and, uh, yeah, it was a good, I feel like that was a really good introduction into like Nashville and the whole scene because it was mm-hmm. like, I remember walking in there when I was like 18 years old and this girl named Cynthia was like, take my hand, come with me, you know? <laughs> and uh, she's like, I can get you a job. And I like yeah. never like been out of my mom's house, you know? <laughs> So she took me in there and I remember there were girls literally on the bar singing and I was like, oh my God, this is like Coyote Ugly, you know, like it's my dream. Um, (laughs) I know, right? Um, But then I I want to be Leanne Rimes too. It's fine. (laughs) I mean, obsessed. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But I remember Lonnie coming up to me and being like, can you sing? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you want a job? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, get up there and sing. And so I was like, this is just like the movie. (laughs) So I got up and sang and he gave me a job and I worked there till I was like 23, I think about five years. I was Mm -hmm. off and on, you know, doing my thing. Um, But yeah, I I got a record deal in 2000. Gosh, what year was it? 2009. I was on a show called Can You Duet on CMT with my ex. I love uh, that show. (laughs) Did you watch it? I totally watched that show. It was fun. It was a, it was a great show. Um, so yeah, so we won the show and got a record deal and that's kind of what started me on this whole. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. I, um, I host karaoke now, so. (laughs) Oh my God, I want to come do it. Please do. I would, I would love it. Any tips? Yeah. Any tips to get rid of like annoying people? (laughs) I literally, if if people have annoying songs, I was like, pay up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You're not getting up. Uh, Oh, God. If I hear one more person sing, uh, let it go as loud as they can. Oh, no. See, I I wasn't a karaoke host during this era. Yeah. (laughs) Luckily. (laughs) But I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Picture by Sheryl Crow. That's always a crowd favorite. Yeah. I was working at the downtown scene and at that time it was like redneck woman, you know, <laughs> like before he cheats. Yes. Was trying to sing before he cheats. <laughs> Carrie Underwood has such a beautiful voice. Let's let her sing it and we'll she all enjoy sing it. That song. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so funny. It was a fun time. I enjoyed, I really enjoyed hosting karaoke though. I think it's a good, it's good for like life skills because you have to deal with people mm-hmm. and you have to be like, you have to lie a lot to them. 
<laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was good. It was like a really good, I don't know. I enjoyed that job. That was good for me at that age too, just kind of breaking it. And, and it was so competitive with the other girls because everybody was such a great singer down there. And so you're mm-hmm. always like vying for like, you know, spots and, you know, to, to get on the schedule and stuff. And so it was good. I learned a lot working there. It really, I mean, it, Nashville, I really feel like people don't understand when they come to Nashville, everyone here that's in the downtown area that's working in those bars are super talented and we're just waiting on our big break basically. But like (laughs) the competition, just like in the drag queen world here is just, I mean, it's crazy. If you're not on your point the whole time, you are, they're just like, eh, next. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely upped my game because of it. Cause I was yeah. like, I thought I was good, you know, but I was coming from Pontchartrain, Louisiana. I was like, I think I'm pretty good. I should go to Nashville. And then I got here and I was like, I better step it up. Yeah. Improve <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think you did when you won. Can you do it? Could you tell us like, what, what was that feeling like? Were you just <laughs> crazy or yeah I mean it was a crazy time I was so young I think and I just didn't really understand the industry at all like Mm -hmm. really yet I didn't understand like what all was happening (laughs) but um so I was kind of just very like go with the flow like okay we're doing this you know they you know send us out on radio tour and and working our single and everything and so I kind of just like went with it you know and I I learned Mm -hmm. a lot um because we were signed a big machine which is a crazy label to be signed to, but absolutely um, <laughs> good, good and bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you notice all the Taylor Swift memorabilia I, up I here do. on the wall. I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I do too. <laughs> Big fan. Um, yeah. But yeah, I learned, I learned a lot just being on the label and, and touring and just, I feel like I am fully a businesswoman at this point in my life because of all this, you know, experience going mm-hmm. through that and like learning how it all works. So, um, so it was really good. It was a whirlwind, but it was, it was great. That's amazing. And, yeah. uh, Mike was just singing the song. Your guys, a single oh, <laughs> before yeah. you came on. <laughs> <laughs> I, love we were, it. I was like looking yeah. and planning questions. And then I was like, keep on loving. You will not get out of my head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, good. <laughs> How did that song come about? Did you guys write that together? We did it. We we wrote most of our album. And then um, I feel like we were just a little too left of center. Like the label was kind of like, what are we going to do with them? Um, so they started bringing the song. Um, so they brought in a bunch of songs. And Chris Stapleton actually wrote Keep On Loving You. Um, oh, wow. Wow. Just funny, yeah. Him and Trent, I think Trent Wilman was the other writer, but um, yeah. So Chris was singing the demo, so I feel like Chris could sing literally anything, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I want to, I want to cut that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, do, I'll do that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, we, we're very similar style wise, vocally, mm-hmm. just like that whole Southern soul vibe. Mm-hmm. So it felt very comfortable singing that song, and um, and it made the label happy. So we were like, "All right, let's let's just go with it." So we, that's kind of how that that whole thing came about that um your voice is incredible when you say that southern soul like it's really just i love it it's so good thank you it's it's so it's so nice it's one of those things like chris stapleton like it's easy to listen to and not try to like you can emulate it but you're not over singing and like trying too hard in your car you know what i mean like where everyone's screaming at at you (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do th- that too. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, no, you're super talented. No, I'm, so. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I, I love, you know, I, I don't know what else I'd be, be doing if I wasn't making music. So mm-hmm. I've kind of always done it. And growing up in New Orleans, I think that was so much of my influence was that Southern soul. You know, I was playing with in bands with guys three times my age that, you know, that was their kind of roots, you know. Yeah. So I learned a lot uh, growing up kind of in that in that area. Did you it's have amazing. any mentors here in Nashville to kind of help you along your way? Yeah, I, I definitely did. Um, I feel like, you know who a big, I, I was, I really looked up to Becca Bramlett. I don't know if you guys know who Becca Bramlett is, but she, um, her parents were Bonnie and Delaney. They were a duo and they were like kind of in that heyday of like Eric Clapton and uh, Jimi Hendrix and that kind of whole like rock and roll vibe. But um, they were super talented. Um, But Becca's an incredible singer and she sang, she sang backup with um, Faith Hill for a long time, but just a huge, I was such a huge fan. I remember seeing her at the bluebird like when I was in high school like my family came to visit Nashville and she got up to sing and I was like and she just made me feel so much when she'd sing I was like I just want to be her like I want to be like her one day I want to make people feel something and so I was such a fan and then right before I got my deal with Big Machine I met her and my um my ex and I at the time were like on the verge of like being homeless. Like we had like, Oh wow. I just like, you know, getting ready to live in our car, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing. And so, um, actually I think we spent a few nights in our car at that point, but, um, met her in a bar and she was like, come over and write with me. Went over the next day and she was like, do you guys need somewhere to stay? She was like, you could just come stay with me. So she like invited us to move into her house. Oh, wow. So wow. We did for like a month, I think, but I, you know, we were kind of in transition trying to figure out what we're going to do next. But um, yeah, so I ended up staying with her and, and she's just an incredible, kind, awesome human, but um, just so talented. It's ridiculous. That's amazing. Yeah. I, um, and so nice to let people just move in. <laughs> you want to move in? You know? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> I think the universe was on my side that day. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so when you're, when you're writing songs and everything like that, uh, do you take from experiences that you're, that you've lived, like almost being homeless? Does that inspire you? Does that keep you like, I've got to make sure this is happening so I don't ever have to do that again? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I've, I've pivoted, I've changed my, my mindset a lot. I think definitely like getting into your thirties, you start to think about things differently. And so my whole, you know, way of thinking is, is I just try to live in the moment. I try to stay positive. Mm-hmm. I try to just live in that space where, um, you know, things are always working out for me. That's my mindset all the time. It's always, it's, it's going to work out. It's fine. You know, um, but I don't even know what your question was. <laughs> I don't either. I started going off into this thing, but, um, <laughs> but I do no writing songs. I do, yes. yes. Writing songs. I do. <laughs> I do try to write things, that, you know, obviously you write from experience, you know, or just things that are relatable. Or if I hear a story that inspires me, I'll, I'll, I'll write that. But, um, I mean, even like our, our new, our new single, and I'm sure we're, we're going to get into new music, but, um, I wasn't, you know, we had this, this guy, we, we run a business out of our studio called Nashville studio tour where we bring 
people in and they um, record a song with me for the day and then kind of show them the whole process of recording. And so That's we had, cool. this, yeah, it's really actually really fun, which it was kind of like a, that whole thing was just like, one day I was like, we should host a thing like this. And then we just <laughs> kind of put it together. And then, you know, three years later, like it's a real business, but, um, but we met this guy named Stan. He came in to do a, a tour with a corporate group and uh, he was talking to, you know, one of our hosts um, and he was like, Hey, you know, my, my cousin is Chingy, the rapper. And I hadn't heard Chingy's name in a long time. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> I was like, okay. So um, I was like, that's cool. So then I started talking, you know, she's like, his cousin's Chingy. I'm like, like right there, Chingy? Like, <laughs> Chingy? Like what? So um, I started talking to Stan and I was like, hey, you know, I, she, you know, Nikki said your cousin's Chingy. And he was like, yeah. He was like, we should get him in here to like work with you guys. And I was like, that would be dope because that's like my era, you know. Like, oh yeah, I'm a huge Chingy fan. So, um, literally, like a week later, Chingy shows up to the studio, and he came in, and we just like started vibing on this track, and we wrote a song in like an hour. Wow! And it's just our new single now, you know. Like, <laughs> we put it out last week, but it's like I just I my mindset about making music has changed because I'm like, you just don't know. You really don't mm-hmm. know what what's going to work. And I wouldn't have never even put myself in a position to like write with Chingy. Like, right. I would have never thought that that would have been a thing that would be like, would work, you know, mm-hmm. but it, uh, but it did. And it just, it turned out great. And it was more about just like having fun and like just vibing with somebody, you know, we're just kind of in that same space energetically, you know, like it just worked. So I don't that know. I is, try not to overthink things is what I'm saying. Absolutely. I wow, Chingy, that's amazing. Like, Chingy, man. Out of out of nowhere. Literally, I'm not even like not even trying to meet Chingy, but you know, it just hurts. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I love him, by the way. He's amazing. Oh yeah. I, who doesn't love that song? Uh, yeah, right I mean, there. yeah. Big, he had some big hits, but he's just like honestly the best vibe, just the best human and like has totally changed his life. Like he's very, like very spiritual. He's um, very like crystals and he's vegan and he does yoga and he doesn't drink. I'm like, who is this man? That is amazing. (laughs) Not at all what you would think. No. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. Super cool. Um, So I wanted to see, so after um, Steel Magnolia ended, how -hmm. long before you decided to go and, pushed into the voice like what was that kind of thought process that in between it was that's that whole thing was like we tour so we left big machine and we continued to tour i think for about a year after Mm -hmm. we left the label and it just got to the point where it was just it was so hard like we we were like because we had been in a relationship for like six years Mm -hmm. and so we were like breaking up and then you know he had he he went to rehab <laughs> which was a thing that happened before we left the label so he went to rehab I did the Reba tour like completely by myself you know wow. I brought I actually ended up bringing James Otto out to sing some of the songs with me um during that time but so it was really really hard I was kind of at my end at that point and then even after he got out of rehab and we left the label like we toured for a solid year together and so but as a broke as broken up you know mm. um and I kind of, you know, he started dating somebody. I started dating somebody. I mean, we were like 
we were legit crazy people. Like we had our, we had, like, on a bus together, bringing our new people, oh, new gosh. partners out. I mean, but like we made it work, you know, we made it work for a year, but it just got to the point where it was like, it almost got volatile. You know, it was just mm. like, I, I wanted, I just wanted to punch him and he probably, <laughs> <laughs> he probably hated me. And it just, it wasn't a good vibe. So, um, mm. we had our last show and kind of I moved on from that, started, doing my own thing, recording my own music. And then, um, I had been doing my own thing for like, maybe a, I don't even know. I'm getting all the times mixed up, but like maybe a year or two, I had been doing my own thing. And I got, I was at uh, the Panera bread <laughs> on the <laughs> West side Panera bread. And I was waiting in line and, um, I got a call from a producer for The Voice. And she was like, hey, you know, we're really interested in having you um, audition. Would you be interested in that? And at that point, that was something I never even had thought about doing because Mm -hmm. I had had a record deal and some success. So I didn't even know that I would qualify, you know. Um, Plus it just never had really crossed my mind as an option. So I was like getting ready to check out. So I was like, hey, let me me check out and call you back. And so- I checked out and my total when I checked out was 1111, which I'm an 11 or I don't know if you guys know what this is, but 11, you know, when you see 1111 and you're on the fence about something, I was like, okay, I have to call her back. So I literally got my order, called her back, was like, when do you want me to audition? She was like, we, it was this was like Thursday and she was like, we're going to fly to LA on Tuesday. Oh shit. So I was like, <laughs> I guess I'm going, I mean, and I hadn't gotten through, like, basically there's a lot of rounds to get to the Hollywood, you know, round. But I, um, at that point for that season, they were just like desperate for females. They didn't have enough Mm -hmm. females. And so they were calling, they called quite a few females into um, audition in LA. And so I just went out there and I don't know, I just kept, kept getting through rounds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess this is what I'm doing now. You know, I just kind of went with it. Honestly, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't want to be shady, but um, was it Streer? Because you had gone on tour with Blake Shelton, right? <clears throat> was it weird that he didn't turn around <laughs> when all the other judges did? <laughs> a little odd. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny is that they edited my blind, so it looks like the way they edit it, it looks like they. Blake turns around after he didn't turn around and mm-hmm. I go, really Blake, you know, and I had said really Blake, but I had said it like farther into the, you know, this whole thing. Oh, okay. Buying for you. So it like made me look like I was like, really didn't turn oh. around for me, <laughs> you know? Um, but, but I wasn't like that. I was, you know what? I was just like, I was sweating up there because I was, I mean, almost on my last note before I got a chair. Mm. And so I was like, is they going to like, you know, bring me on? They brought me all the way to LA and they're going to have my audition and then no one's going to turn around and it's going to be like this, you know, thing where it's like, well, her career's over, you know? Yeah. Oh, how terrifying. First off. (laughs) I think it's almost worse. I know. I almost think it's worse if you've like had some success and then you go on a show like that and then you're just like, oh God, what if they don't like, if you don't, they don't turn around. Right. Right. Let me say, you know? So I ended up getting three chairs all at once on my last note. Oh, so, wow. 
It was crazy. Who were the, they change the judges so often. Who yeah. was it? It was, it was Christina. And so Christina Farrell and, um, and Adam turned around. Oh, say it. Pharrell is one of my favorite people on the planet. That's so who I, 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 I yeah, I probably would have peed my pants. Just yeah, I was about know. to. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm such a huge Chris, like Christina Aguilera. Is yes. Like, I mean, she's like everything. So mm-hmm. I was so torn because she was so adamant about having me on her team and she was standing up on her chair and I was like, what do I do? You know, cause <laughs> yeah. I really went in thinking I wanted to be on Pharrell's team. And so I just, I just bit the bullet and picked Pharrell and mm-hmm. you know, it all worked out. It was good. I think, yeah. I think it worked out for the best. <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy thing though. When you, they send you out there to like go sit for your blind. I mean, it's terrifying. You like hear your feet only on the stage. Everybody's quiet. I'm like, oof. I hated that part. Like I, it's, I, if I'm on a microphone in front of a thousand people just talking and trying to make them laugh, like I'm good. But if you ask me to sing, it's a whole other world. See, like I'm, I'm the, just I that terrified of that though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, I feel very, a lot of pressure to like talk and like interact with people on stage. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh God, you finally do get your groove with it. And you find the things that work mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, use that joke again. Cause that, that works <laughs> every time. Believe so, me. I've used the same joke for three years. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, you figure out your show, but yeah, I'd rather sing any day. I, um, I always find it when I go to like concerts and I don't know if you all notice this, but like, if there's too much talking, it's kind of like, what are we, what did we come to? Are we singing? Yeah. Or are we, are we comedian? What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that about a lot of musicians. I'm just like, just sing. Just sing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was one, I won't say who it is, uh, but we went to her concert and we spent, my parents spent a lot of money for us to go. It was like a Christmas thing. They loved her. I loved her. We're ready to go. She yeah. talked for 45 minutes <laughs> in one yeah. in between. And I was like, I'm ready to leave. Like, I don't, come on. <laughs> like, yeah, like a few minutes between songs. I get it. Yes. 45. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wild. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. I'll but never do that. So. Still an amazing concert though. Still an amazing concert. <laughs> How did you choose um, Love Hurts as your audition song? I didn't. So oh, well, there we go. <laughs> I picked like 40 songs. Like I wrote down 40 songs, I think. And then um, the producer, literally, I think Love Hurts was like number 38 on my list. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> that's the one they picked. So I was yeah. like, I guess that's what I'm doing. I mean, I love that song. It just wasn't yeah. like necessarily on the top of my top of my list, but I am, I'm glad they picked it. It's a great song. I uh my favorite one that you did is uh Girl Crush. Oh thank you. Yeah, I, I love that song. I love Little Big Town. So that Me was too. I was just like, yes, oh my god, yes. That was a funny <laughs> one because it was like I think Blake had I was on Blake's team at that point because I, mm-hmm. I got stolen, but I remember him being like, Hey, why don't you do Midnight Train to Georgia? And I had like just done um an Aretha Franklin song, Natural Woman, like the week mm-hmm. before. And I was like, I like that song, but I really like to do something more current, you know? And um, I'm always like into taking risk, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, t- I emailed him back and I was like, Hey, what about Girl Crush by Little Big Town? Cause that song was at that point getting so much pushback um, with country mm. radio and stuff. And so um, he wrote me back and he was like, 
that sounds really risky, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up doing it. It was, it, it was great. Do you still keep in touch with him or Pharrell? Um, not really. I mean, I, I will sometimes text Blake, like if I'm in LA and if I'm going to like the voice set or something, I'll, I'll usually drop by and say hi to people. But, um, cool. yeah, I ran into, I ran into Pharrell after the show, like at the CMT awards backstage and he's, he's really cool. I mean, he's always super nice, but they have a lot of, um, seasons of that show and a lot That's of true. <laughs> I was going to say like, they're on what season fifteen or something like that. Oh no! I well, I was on season eight. So, gosh, I don't know. I was in two thousand fifteen. Don't they do like yeah. two cycles a year? I think it's two, two a year. So, good night. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> too much. What do you? What advice do you have for people that want to audition for that show? Um. You know, I don't know. I think there's just so much, you feel so much pressure, like, especially Mm -hmm. if, like, I can't imagine, like, some of these kids that are on there that haven't, like, they've literally just coming straight out of high school and they haven't done anything, you know? Um, So I can't even imagine, like, starting at that level and then being on that big stage like that. It's just crazy. But I don't know. I think so much of it is just, like, being authentic, staying true to yourself, knowing what you want going in because literally you have to fight for what you want. I mean, anything corporate like that, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't they want, they want a product. They, they want, want a product. Yeah. And I mean, I, I lost the battle on a lot of stuff with my hair, my makeup, my clothes, you know, but mm-hmm. the one thing that I didn't lose was I always picked my songs. And so mm-hmm. I picked my songs and I went in there with arrangements and I knew exactly, you know, how I wanted everything to sound. And that was really important to me. And so they, they were really cool about that part of it. That's really, I really like that. They let, they give you that kind of creative control of like the song, like the yeah, arrangements, and, and I, that kind of thing. I wonder, you know, I was on Blake's team and he was very like, okay with that. I don't know how it is on other people's teams. Right. I just, mm-hmm. My experience, Blake was really cool about me picking my songs and you know, everything like that. That is just the coolest thing. Like I could sit and listen to you talk about Blake Shelton all day too. <laughs> I love him. I do too. I I really do. At first he's kind of like, he seems like that it's like you know, your dad's friend. That's kind of aggressive and mean, but really he's, he's not like, he's just, no, he's softy. a teddy bear, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a sweet guy. He's so sweet. Do you know, <clears throat> so I have a couple of friends who have been called for auditions. Is it still where you have to be asked to come in for the voice or do they also have open auditions? I think they, they do have open auditions still. Cause I know they just okay. did one. I mean, obviously with quarantine, I don't know what that's going to look like. <laughs> right. A few months ago, I know they had one in Nashville. So they do. It was a good mix when I was on. Cause there were several um, girls that were on with me that were like, Hey, yeah they had gotten called to come in and then mm-hmm. there was also like a good mix of people who had, you know, really gone through the, the ring. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, cause you have to go through like what, 10 producers at least or something crazy something like that. Crazy. I don't even yeah. know um, exactly how many, cause I mean, I went out to LA a couple times before I was even on the, the blind with the judges. So, I, and I know there were people that had been going through the process for months before me. So Wow. Wow. There's a lot of good singers, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, 
I always like I've always liked the voice better than American Idol just because they focus more on the singing than they like yeah than that was the thing else. it was like everybody was so good that's why I was like man I, and I'm pretty confident in like what I do and my talent but I remember sitting back there and listening to the blinds and I was like I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. <laughs> so good. And there were people who were really good that didn't get through, you know, there's just mm-hmm. no rhyme or reason to all of it. It's wild. I feel like, and it's, it's like this with a lot of reality shows. Um, you almost are in a better position. Um, if you don't win, like getting second or third ends up being better for you. Cause you're not as tied down. Do mm-hmm. you feel that way with this competition? Oh yeah. And I, I think most of us that were on my season, like nobody really wants to win. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Like your goal is to get to the finale and not win the show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they did, and they, but they can still option you. I mean, they did sign, I think they signed six people from my season, but they wow. were all like 16. It was all 16 year olds. Mm-hmm. I knew they weren't going to sign me. <laughs> um, but it, it was funny because I remember I told my lawyer um, after the show when they they had that window of time to option me. I was like, "Tell them I'm pregnant. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, I something, them. something, just so I can say." <laughs> so they didn't option me, which was good. I was able to get my record out, you know, within a couple months, and then I had I actually did a performance on PBS for their Capital Fourth um, Fourth of July celebration, and so. That's a, that was a huge performance because it's like 16, 16 or 18 million viewers, I think. And so wow. I was able to do that the week my album came out, which was awesome. And then um, my album charted in the top top five of the iTunes chart, which is crazy. That's, That's amazing. Yeah, it was super cool. But I wasn't like I wasn't expecting that either. You know, just kind of like it's everything. You know, you just kind of go with the flow, man. Yeah, I love <laughs> I, that you're I mean, just I also work my ass off. But right. <laughs> you know, I love you go with the flow. I love that you're very just like let's do it. Yeah. Yes. I'm Why not? I'm like yes. I usually say yes. I'm like yeah, let's do it. I I'm one nice. of those as well. Like I like because uh, one day they're gonna say no. <laughs> you know, well, they're, they're not gonna, gonna ask, ask anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, I've been through that too. Yeah, (laughs) and that one hurts. (laughs) It hurts. It's funny too. I was. It's funny how like when I was on the label, I was working with all these people and stuff, and then like I didn't hear from those people for about three or four years, you know. And then I was Mm -hmm. on the Voice, and I started to hear from those people again. Mm -hmm. You know, they start Mm -hmm. emailing and texting. I wish I'm right. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Well, where were you before? Where were you when I was yeah. trying to like kick off my solo career the last four years? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And where are they now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of solo career, um, what's that been like for you? Do you have new music coming out soon? Yeah, I do. I, I'm a, I'm all over the place. So I have my own. Obviously, I have my own solo stuff, and then um, my fiance and I actually started this new duo project. Um, okay, that's called- exciting. Called Megan Tyler. Oh, cute. <laughs> uh, he's Simple amazing. to the point. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like I no confusion. Like, oh, I was Not that girl from Steel Magnolia for so long. I'm like, I find mm-hmm. people finally at least know my name. Like, it would be nice to just kind of you know, not be explaining it all the time, but, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my, my fiance super talented producer, writer, like plays every instrument. And so we were already doing like all these shows together 
anyways, like a lot of my shows, I just play acoustic. And so mm-hmm. like, it kind of just was a natural, natural progression for us mm-hmm. to do something. And so we started that and then this whole chingy thing happened. So that's kind of turned into like, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm just going to, it's going to go I, listen. It's out. I will it's be What's out. the song called? It's called the woe down. The so woe down. I love it. <laughs> it's really, really fun. Um, it's a fun, like it's a dance song, you know, it's definitely like we're, we're launching a TikTok promotion next week to get everybody doing the dance and we're oh, on radio that's awesome. right now. So oh, awesome. Honestly, week. put it on TikTok. Tracy and I have both recently, like in the last two weeks, have just been in a TikTok Obsessed. Hole. Oh my God. Obsessed. You had to do it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Oh, we haven't I made think any we videos, will. but maybe oh, we should. Yeah, we, we, will, we will to this one. And you may yeah. get a video of a drag queen performing this song. I mean, play that would be my up. dream. Actually, so. <laughs> I would totally, I've already called it. All those other girls are not going to do it. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's an easy dance. It's fun. I can't easy wait. Rock, you know. Um, but yeah, so we did that and we've like, we've actually been collaborating a lot with Chingy and we've got a few other songs that I think we'll put out too. So that's kind of become like a whole side project. I wasn't expecting. Um, so crazy. I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm already so random. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. You know, it's so great. And he's, he's awesome. So, um, but yeah, the new music with Tyler is, is really, I'm really excited about that too. And getting that stuff out probably late summer or so. Cool. That's How would you describe that genre? Is it kind of similar soul kind of thing you've been doing or? The stuff with Chingy is more, it's a, it's a blend of stuff, man. It's like, it's like, it's probably more pop, but it's got like a little bit of a country vibe to it. And then um, obviously he's, he's very, very much a rapper and hip hop. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of got a good mix of things in there, but it just feels, it's, it's a feel good song. It feels really good to listen to just I don't know it's a good vibe I think you can feel that we were having fun when we wrote it and that's you know what we we're trying to get across yeah I, that's awesome it's, yeah I love it I'm I'm so excited about listening to it I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch the video there's lots of glitter in it oh, <laughs> oh well perfect you've sold me <laughs> got my vote I'm ready um so you are a huge ally to the LGBT community. Do you yeah. want to talk about that? What, what, um, I, why I say, do you want to talk about that? Like I'm a professional reporter or something. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> Barbara Walters over here. Um, what, what about us? Like what brought you along on our trail? <laughs> on our journey. <laughs> You know what? I've just always kind of lived authentically. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's really important, you know, and I've just, I think I've always put an energy out that people feel like they can be themselves around me. Mm -hmm. And that's always been super important to me, um, especially like with having a platform and, and making music and having anyone know who I am. That's always been like front and center. Like I want people to come as they are, be who they are, feel comfortable in, in my space you know and so that's a I think that's a big part of it and I just I don't know my best some of my best friends obviously are LGBTQ um and and people that work for me and so I don't know I just love people and I feel like they can be themselves you know and not have to feel have to hide anything with me (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) 
<laughs> I do have friends that hide it too, though. <laughs> well, we all know everyone does. Those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You come out on your own terms. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's all good. Um, but, but I will say, me coming out, everyone was like, yeah, we knew. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> I guess funny. I didn't hide it very well. <laughs> Everyone's got different journeys, but that's it's great to have people that's that are right. supporting. So yes. does, we Absolutely. appreciate that, and especially yeah, someone like you who's got a voice. So that's really great. Thank you. Yeah. I don't yeah. mean the pun either. Right. <laughs> I was just gonna when you said that, all I heard was "This is the voice." Like, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I meant. Oh my gosh, I love it. Do you um, attend like the Pride Parade here? Or any events around town? Yeah, I played Pride um, a few in town a few years ago. I did cool. Kentuckyana Pride a couple of years ago. Ooh. Yeah, that was actually really fun. Um, <laughs> where, where, what part of Kentucky is that in? I don't even remember. I it was, was going to say, where is it? And then obviously it's Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, it's in Kentucky. It's a few hours away. It was, uh, it was me and Fancy did it. And, um, I love Fancy. I know. I, I adore him. Um, and then there was a, you know who it was? It was the girl that sings that song with Macklemore. Um, oh, uh, oh, Mary is Mary. It? I can't think of her name. Gosh, Mary. You it's know her. her. I know exactly what you're talking about. And her name sounds like somebody else's name. Yeah, yeah. Mary Lambert. Mary, Mary Lambert. Lambert. Yes, yeah. she was. So always, that yeah, was the talent for the day, which was super cool because they're both amazing. What so. a lineup! That's really good. That's a good yeah. lineup. Yeah. <laughs> A little yeah, something for good. everybody. I, I love that. Yeah, I've done a lot of I've done a lot of stuff. I did I was a grand marshal of the um the AIDS walk one a couple years ago. Mm-hmm, I don't know. I've done all, I posted some stuff. I don't know. I'm, i pop up. <laughs> 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 I try to pop up as much as I can. Well, we love it. Anybody that is willing to be who they are for us, you know, that's we love that stuff. That's the best part about it. Love you guys. Have you been watching any like crazy TV shows or binging anything while we've been kind of locked Maybe in our houses? I tried to watch the other day and it was like, it was hard to watch. It was kind of brutal to be honest was um, that the new Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart thing. Oh. Have you tried to watch singers? that? They're the no, singers, I'm not right? a Bachelor fan. Okay, I'm a Bachelor fan. I'm just going to admit it. But this is like, if oh God, the worst, the, if you took the worst season of The Bachelor, it's, it's way worse than that. Oh, like, no. Don't they yeah. write songs for each other or yeah, something like that? It's cringy. Oh. There's like people singing and writing, and, and <laughs> I don't know. I mean, which is fine. Some of them are really good. It's just like, I don't know. The whole concept seems really disjointed to me because it's like, are you used as a dating show or are they singing? Then they'll sing right. sometimes. I mean, I'm probably just going to watch the whole thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but we want to see how it turns I out. want to see how it turns out and I'm kind of invested <laughs> in a couple of them at this point, but it's really bad. I find myself doing that with that show, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I love it. I oh, love it. I, it's it's just cheesy goodness. And I, the whole time I'm like, why? I don't, what are you? And then, the, then I can't stop watching it. Yeah, you literally, I'm like, I'm like, this is so bad. And then I'm yeah. watching the whole episode. They know, these producers know what they're doing. They're oh, absolutely. absolutely. I also finished Love is Blind, which I, I actually really liked that. Um, I heard that was good. Mm-hmm. I watched the last episode with my friend Brian. <laughs> I was like, the I very guess, last one. Yeah, we I just, cause I had, I don't watch a lot of TV unless it's um, yeah. 
on in front of me. And um, <laughs> like, I watched it and I was like, I don't understand what's going And then it just kept getting worse and worse. And I was like, I'm going to go back and watch this entire thing. I already yeah. feel it coming. <laughs> Yeah, you need to go watch it. It's I'm going, yeah, I'm going to finish that. that I, like, I like that. I'm embarrassed to say I actually watched that before quarantine. So. <laughs> like, I watched it on purpose. <laughs> I've heard it was good. I watched, did you watch The Circle on Netflix? I tried. I oh, I loved it. I got in a <laughs> I don't know. I liked Love is Blind better than that. Okay. Um, I think what else I've watched. I don't know. There. Oh, what is what was the one show I just watched? It was like about people who have lots of money dating people who don't have lots of money. For richer or poorer, I think is what it's called. Oh, it was so it? good. No, Marrying oh Millions. Oh. oh. That's I my think goal. it's kind of under the radar, but I'm yeah. telling you, it's really good. <laughs> it was interesting. That one was really interesting. That is I, hilarious. I love, as we do these interviews, a lot of times I'll get crazy like recommendations. I have a full page full of like music that I have to listen to TV shows. I do too. If you see me looking away, it's because I'm writing stuff down writing of what I need to catch on. Yeah. yeah. Let me know what you think of marrying millions. Oh yeah. I don't know what else has watched it. <laughs> We're going to look that up. I'm going to watch that this weekend. Yeah. Nothing else to do. Oh, little fires <laughs> everywhere. Just Oh, that. so good. Okay. So, so good. I loved the book. And um, I'm like having a hard time bringing myself to watching the show, mm-hmm. but I love Reese Witherspoon so much that like, yeah, it's, it's definitely number two on the list. It's, it's, it's next. Really yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to need a season two of that. Maybe. Oh, absolutely. Did you watch Big Little Lies? Yes. I oh, love that. That was. Everything. Was magic. So good. <laughs> Just magic all the way yeah. through. Dead to Me is coming back. Love that show. Me. Love that. I love, I've been a huge Christina Applegate fan for a very long time. So I was the first episode I was like, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. I love her. Yes. She's great. Well, Mike, I think that's the end of my interview questions. How about you? Yeah, that's good for me. Um, Perfect. Let's do some goofy stuff. (laughs) All right. Yay. These are, oh, wait, we got to do the intro for it. (laughs) Ready? One, two. Q and Q and K with Mike, Mike and, Trey. and Trey. There we go. There we go. got it. <laughs> We're getting better at it every time. <laughs> We're terrible at it. <clears throat> you guys are great. Yeah. So these questions are just goofy. Take them as seriously as you want to. Um, yeah, that's basically. I'm really good at talking. Uh, so there yeah. we go and explaining things. Um, first question: What song do you wish you would have written? Oh God, these are not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Some of them are hard. (laughs) This one's really hard because there's a lot of songs that I wish I had written. Um, But then I can't think of any. Um, (laughs) Oh, I hate that. I I will always love song. Oh, Oh, same. I have a Dolly Parton. We would be. No, I'm scared. (laughs) Absolutely, I have a Dolly Parton tattoo because that's my pride and joy. Is Dolly Parton? I'm obsessed with Dolly. Oh. I could talk about her for days. <laughs> I feel like I've met all these people, but I can't get close to Dolly for some reason. Like I haven't met Dolly. I don't so know. I, same. I have a client that I was cutting his hair mm-hmm. and he texts me or he got a text and it says, you'll never believe where my girlfriend is. And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> she was at Dolly Parton's house in the swimming pool with Dolly Parton. For what? I sent him a photo. I was like... <laughs> 
I need these problems. I know. <laughs> I need a dolly so, pound. I was so mad. <laughs> it's like, Man. well, it's like, when are we going? Are we going now? Like, what are we? Yeah. <laughs> I'll cancel my book. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, uh, so you mentioned you worked at Lonnie's. Mm-hmm. What is your go-to karaoke song? Or what was your go-to karaoke song? Gosh, I used to sing, well, I know this is like, this is not even a, like a karaoke song, really. I used to do Steamroller. Um, okay. So that was like my tip jar song. I could like, <laughs> wail on that one. Okay. Um, so I would get in people's faces while I was wailing for tips. Um, <laughs> and, I don't know. I used to sing that. I used to sing, oh God, all kinds. I Anything anybody would pay me to sing, I would just sing it, you know. Okay. I'm like, oh, I'm up with a yeah, yeah, I got that. I can do this. Yeah. I love it. That's what I'll do. It's <laughs> so be like, uh, I want to sing this. I'm like, sure, hit it. Dude, I sang Rocky Top six times in a row and I oh. I just kept handing me hundred dollar bills. <laughs> I was like, Well, good old Rocky Top. Yep. <laughs> hey, do you want the dance mix now? Because I'll do that yeah. one too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh let's see. What toy as a child did you always want, but you never got? I always wanted one of those like Jeeps, like the ones that you drive, you know? The power wheels? <gasps> yeah. Uh, yes. huh? I never got one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I know. Do you drive a Jeep now? <laughs> <laughs> no, that dream died. No. <laughs> oh my God. That is hilarious. You and I, I think we're around the same age. I had one of those Jeeps and I remember... Um, I remember my dad putting me in it and we lived on this hill and I mm-hmm. was starting down the hill and then it just went, Died. uh-huh, hit a curb. Yeah. It was fun. Oh, God. <laughs> I never drove it again after that. Better I didn't get one of these. <laughs> I don't drive a Jeep now either. So yeah. we're right there together. I got you. <laughs> um, okay. Would you rather an ex write an album about you or um, star in a movie or write a movie about you? Oh, an album for sure. (laughs) (laughs) At least songs are like subliminal. Mm -hmm. It's not so obvious. (laughs) That's fair. There could definitely be a movie though. I like it. It'd be like a lifetime movie or something. Have you seen <laughs> the new Lifetime movie previews that are coming out? There's one called uh, like psych- Psychotic Mile High Club or something. <laughs> this woman is a pilot. She falls in love with one of her students and then she kills his wife. I mean, it's, I can't wait to watch wow. it. Wow. Yeah, I don't oh know if God. I'm that crazy. I can't wait to watch it. I would like to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Um <laughs> Speaking of movies, if they made a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? Oh, God. I don't know. I literally, y'all pick one. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who would play me. Me. I'll play you. Okay, you. (laughs) It'll be a a drag production. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be great. That would be fantastic, actually. I bet I could get some people in on this. We can make this (laughs) happen. Speaking of drag, do you ever um, go to play or try? Yeah, okay, yeah I, cool. I go. I haven't been in a while. Well, obviously, I haven't been with quarantine, but even before yeah. that, I haven't been in a minute. But, um, but yeah, I love going. I cool. think it's so, it's so fun. It's I love. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a crowd person. Like I don't like to be not in either. the crowds. But I'm not. But when I am in the mood, 
I always go to play. Like I don't mm-hmm. really go to bars. Like I don't really go anywhere else. So if I do go out, I'm kind of a homebody, but if I do go out, I'll go to play. Yeah. I, it's, it's comfortable there and it feels yeah. safe some yeah. of the time. <laughs> some of the time. You'll have to, when it's not quarantining anymore, you'll have to come to Tracy's game night at Tribe. Yes. Oh, I do love Tribe too. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, I would love to come to your game night. Please do. We play uh, the last, when we go back, we're going to have a cornhole tournament. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> cornhole, man. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. We do all kinds of ridiculous stuff. I'm um, in. I'm in. I would love that. That would be great. <laughs> Um, and that was Q and Gay. Oh, wait. No, I have one more. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it was more about karaoke. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, great. What's the most annoying person you've had to deal with hosting <laughs> karaoke? Oh, God. Well, I dealt with a lot of just like really drunk men, but mm. um, that was always annoying. Um, I had a girl, you know, it was always like, I hate to. I'm not going to say a specific school, but it was always like groups that were like in sororities and fraternities that would come in that were really annoying because they'd want to like sing and sing now, but they didn't want to tip you either, you know? Mm-mm. No, so, why would they do that? Yeah, I'm like, eh, well, it's not my problem. Right, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the, oh God, they come in and they sit there on the front row and they're ready. They're ready. Yeah. And you're like, there's 20 people ahead of you, but yeah, they're like, ready. I've been doing yeah. this for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got six hours to go. We can wait yeah. this out together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, that was Q and Gay with Mike and Trey. <laughs> We're going to figure it out one day. Yeah, um, look at that. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming and yes. joining us um, for our guys. special Hot Mess edition. Yes, Hot Mess. Yes. That was um, awesome. This has been really fun. So, I wanted to give you a moment to plug your social medias, any music you have coming out, that kind of thing. So yeah. take it away. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over the social media. I'm my Instagram is just at Megan Lindsay. So and I my my mom really kind of screwed me up though because they put an H in Megan. So it's M-E-G-H-A-N and Lindsay is L-I-N-S-E-Y with no D. <laughs> That's my middle name, so not even my last name. She oh did wow. <laughs> um, so it's Meghan Lindsay. Um, <laughs> my Instagram and my, it's all my other stuff is under Megan Lindsay. Um, cool. And then we have our new single with Chingy the Woe Down is out. Yes. So go excited about that. on Spotify <laughs> and all the things. And um, actually Radio Disney is doing a thing this week. So they're putting it into rotation, but you have to vote. So we're in their mailbag. So on the front page of <laughs> okay. RadioDisney.com okay. is our song. And all you have to do is say pick it. So you just click on pick it. It takes two seconds. So if anybody wants to go vote for us, we're independent. I'll do it. We need help. So I'm in. I'll do it. <laughs> pick it. Cool. That's awesome. Tracy, yeah. where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Tracy Otomy on all of the things. Uh, Mike, where can we find you? At Mr. Mike Gill on everything. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Gay Space Pod, and then. We have merch, gayspacepod.threadless.com. So that's it for us. Thank you again, Megan. This has been so fun. Megan, you're amazing. Thank you so much. You guys are my favorite interview in court. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, you should see our 
our hangouts. I said, you should, we'd use hangouts to like drink and hang out. Um, we get like real drunk over the course of like four <laughs> hours and play the heads up. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Stay safe. Um, thank you. Stay again. Home. Yes. Thank you guys. Uh, Appreciate you. Hopefully thank we you. see you at game night when all of this. Yes! <laughs> I would love it. I would love that so much. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys. All right. Thanks again. Have Bye, a great Megan. day. Bye y'all. You too. Bye. Three. One zero zero and lift off. Hot mess edition. <laughs>